Dear people of God, Congregation of Trinity Parish, my siblings in Christ, I want to begin by saying that four and a half months into this priest in charge time, I continue to be so very glad that God called me to be here in ministry with you. Starting a new call to an incarnational ministry, one focused on people and relationships in the middle of a pandemic has been challenging. And I want to thank you for your grace and patience in welcoming me and my family to Trinity. In the Gospel reading today, Jesus teaches in the synagogue in Capernaum. He teaches with a surprising authority, a conviction in his message that surpasses the usual recitation of the scribes. His authority is so clear that an unclean spirit recognizes him and calls him the Holy One of God. From that moment, Jesus' fame spreads throughout all of Galilee. Already in the first 24 verses of the first chapter of Mark, we are still in the first chapter, Jesus has been baptized, spent 40 days in the wilderness, called his first disciples to come and follow him, and taught in the synagogue. Casting out the unclean spirit in verse 25 is the first act of Jesus' public ministry. First acts are important. They foreshadow the themes that will weave throughout Jesus' ministry in a particular telling of the good news. Each of the Gospelers has their own first act. And here in Mark, Jesus' first act is to cast out an unclean spirit, to repudiate and repel the forces of evil, anything and everything that robs God's children of life is rejected. Hear that again. Jesus casts out the forces of evil that rob God's children of life. For Mark, Jesus' whole ministry is about standing up to evil, naming it and disempowering it. And anything that takes life away from God's beloved children is evil. Forces of evil. Anything that diminishes the perceived worth and worthiness of ourselves or others, realized or unnamed, internal or external. Hunger, addiction, internalized and systemic racism, obsessive focus on our own thoughts, ideas, and appearance. The list goes on. These are today's unclean spirits, daily robbing God's beautiful and beloved children of living into all they are created to become. Jesus didn't set out in his ministry to overthrow the power structures. He set out to meet people where they were and, loving every person as God's own, to cast out evil when he encountered it. One day at a time, one person at a time. Consistent in his message, constant in his love for his holy siblings. Jesus' public ministry begins with one courageous act of silencing and rejecting evil. 
as followers of Jesus, we seek to emulate him. We may not be able to make monumental changes that end systemic racism or eradicate child hunger in our lifetimes. We can meet people where they are. We can change one life at a time. Convicted by our own knowledge of God's love and grace, we are empowered to call out and work to eradicate anything and everything that denies life to any of God's children. I hope you've had a chance to read the annual report. It tells a beautiful story of resilience and hope, of a community separated in body, yet dreaming of how to continue sharing God's love with one another and with the world. It is a love letter from and to our community. And it gives me confidence that we will be strong and joy-filled when it is safe for us to gather in person again. Our buildings may be closed. Our church is very much alive. Many of the strengths and challenges I am going to talk about are addressed in the annual report and the annual meeting reports. I hope you will join us for the annual meeting following this service to hear from Trinity's leaders. And I also commend to you the recorded coffee hours from the past three weeks that give more detail about the budget, the priest in charge process, and the reopening plan. So the state of Trinity. In a nutshell, Trinity is holding steady, which is a good place to be 11 months into this pandemic. We have some not unexpected challenges, and we have strengths to meet them. Our challenges are in the areas of our finances and our isolation from one another. We are holding steady in worship attendance, and our strengths lie in our lay leadership and our values and priorities for mission. As we enter 2021, we are in a similar place to many Episcopal churches. We are exhausted from the stresses of pandemic and isolation. It's hard to look back and feel a sense of accomplishment from the past year. And yet, there is a glimmer of excitement. We are no longer in a crisis mode. We understand more about how to mitigate virus exposure. We know how to do virtual worship. We didn't know that a year ago. We have pivoted in some of our ministries to things that we can do. We are learning new ways to be church. And we are able to plan and not just react. We can look forward to 2021 with clear eyes and think and pray together about how we will thrive through these next challenging months. Our challenges. As you will hear from our treasurer, Chris Grunfeld, at the annual meeting, our financial challenges as we enter 2021 are on the income side of our budget. Even with significant withdrawals from our endowment, our bottom line for this year shows a nearly $70,000 anticipated deficit. This is not an impossible challenge. It is not too late in the year 
to make or increase your pledge. And one-time gifts are always appreciated when you have an unexpected surplus. Another challenge of our pandemic life is connecting, staying connected, feeling connected with one another. It's hard. We don't have the casual interactions at church and coffee hour to touch base and see how each other are doing. Many of us are not even out of our houses very much. We may be feeling increasingly isolated, and it can be hard to reach out which only adds to our loneliness and disconnectedness. When you feel lonely, call someone you miss. Chances are they're around, and they miss you too. Write a note. Reconnect with your Trinity small group from last spring. We are here with each other, and we will get through this together. We are together, in fact, every Sunday for worship that premieres at 9.15 a.m. and coffee hour that is live at 10.15 a.m. And it is always good to see you, whether you're a regular or you drop in occasionally. Based on your feedback, we continue to make small adjustments to our recordings and our coffee hour format. So if you tried it early on and haven't come back, come on back and try us again. Our recent worship survey gives the staff valuable information as we look toward Holy Week and Easter, and we are joyfully anticipating those events. So what if this moment in pandemic life, when so many people feel disconnected, is actually an opportunity to invite and welcome more people to Trinity? We know that the most effective way to bring new people in is personal invitation. So who do you know that is yearning for a place of hope and acceptance? Who might be looking for words or music or beauty to soothe their soul and provide sanctuary? Who might really benefit from the questions that we live Share what you love about Trinity and invite friends far and wide to join us. It's the beauty of online worship. Trinity is strong and resilient. We have amazing lay leaders leading through a clergy transition as well as a pandemic is never easy. And our vestry and wardens have led faithfully and courageously this year. It has been my delight to join them in leadership. In November, facing scarce resources of time and money in 2021, the vestry identified three mission priority areas for 2021. Continuing our radical welcome for all people beautiful music and worship, and stronger connections with one another and with our community. And in January, we identified one more mission area for this year, racial justice and reconciliation. These mission priorities will help focus our goals and decision-making this year 
and you will hear more about them in our senior warden, Luke Parker's report at the annual meeting. These four areas, welcome, worship, connections, and justice, are things that drew me to Trinity. They are ways we are changing the world, one life, one interaction at a time. Welcoming our LGBTQ siblings and others who have felt unwanted or unworthy in other church settings. Finding new ways to praise God together and share our holy worship with wider communities via the wonders of technology. Reaching out to encourage one another and break down isolation. Examining our part in systems built upon assumptions that one gender or skin color or income level is more worthy of dignity and respect than another. This is good and holy work that we will continue to do together this year. And the vestry is only one aspect of leadership at Trinity. If I tried to name all the ministries and all the leaders who have continued to love Trinity and lead in these challenging days, I would fail miserably. We will hear from a few of them at the annual meeting, and you can read about many more in the annual report. Thank you to all of you who lead in so many ways. We are blessed by your passions for serving God here at Trinity. And our Trinity staff is pretty darn amazing, too. I was delighted to meet and join the team here, even if we have only met online so far. Christy, our parish administrator, keeps so much of our life running smoothly with her skills for communication and project management and bookkeeping. Eric, our on-site caretaker and sexton, sees his role as chief steward of Trinity's buildings, and he loves this place. Sister Joe brings music to our lives through the organ, creative liturgy, inviting other musicians into worship, and our concert series. Mark Davin, our choral director, has de demonstrates his gifts for music and video production, as we see every week in our worship videos. And he continues to work with the Trinity Choir remotely, which is in and of itself amazing. Tina supports our children and their families, as parents have become primary faith educators during the pandemic. This staff team works together so well, each bringing their own creativity and perspective to the conversation and it is truly a joy to work with them. In the past couple of months, we have had some changes to our very part-time staff. Our receptionist, Harry, and our child care worker, Margaret, have both resigned. They each worked for Trinity for 12 or 13 years, and we celebrate their gifts to the community, their longevity with us, and we will miss them. Trinity Beloveds, we are going to be okay. None of our challenges will break us in 2021. It doesn't mean they aren't challenges. More than that, they are opportunities. Opportunities to grow, 
to listen for the Holy Spirit, to live into new ways of connecting with one another and needs in our community, to share God's love and light with the world. We are strong and resourceful, and our challenges invite us to new and creative ways of being God's people here and now. God's dream for us, all of us, is life in all its fullness and freedom from the unclean spirits that rob us and all of God's children of that life. Together, we are figuring out how to live into this moment and challenges that undoubtedly lie ahead. And we need you. We do have great staff and leadership And we need you to be part of changing the world one small moment at a time. Just as Jesus began his ministry with one small act of confronting evil, so we can stand strong in our faith and change one life at a time, perhaps beginning with our own. Even though we are not yet able to gather in person because we are preserving life, for one another, our community is very much alive. Here's some things we can do. Come to worship. Come on Sunday. Join us for Ash Wednesday, Lent, Holy Week, and Easter. Join us online or by phone. Invite friends, even Trinity friends, to watch or listen with you. Come to coffee hour. Join or rekindle small groups. Call a Trinity friend, write a note, reach out and break the loneliness. Connect with a ministry group. Bring ideas about how to live our mission, be part of our community, support our neighbors in need. Your voice, your ideas, your passions, we need them. They're important. They make us who we are. Give, pledge, do it online or by text. Send it in the mail. Make a bank transfer. Every dollar helps. No gift is too small. Thank you. Commit to your own work of racial reconciliation. Yes, it's a huge journey. Just start. Read a book. Join a discussion group. Wonder about long internalized assumptions about who gets power and voice and who doesn't. It won't happen if we don't start. Pray for one another, for Trinity and its leaders, for our world, our nation, our city. Pray for life, for all people everywhere. Friends, Jesus said it first. The kingdom of God has come near. Something new is happening. We can join in co-creating it, one small act of faith and courage at a time. Together, we can reject and repudiate anything and everything that robs any of God's children of life. Dear ones, we are not alone. God is very much with us, working something new in each of us, in our life together here at Trinity, in our nation, and in our world. We may not know all the twists and turns of the year ahead. But we do know that Jesus shows us the importance of opposing the forces of evil one experience at a time, and that we are in this 
together to love and support one another and to invite others to join us in this courageous, faith-filled, hopeful community. I love being here with you, Trinity. This is good. And I am so excited to see what we will do with God this year to welcome and nurture life for all God's beautiful and beloved children. This comes with my love and prayers. Sabbath.